0: Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Brain Food. This is episode three of season two. Um, Today's episode is going to be about a lot of things, um, but mostly it's going to be about my experience with sports teams and volleyball. Like, out of all things, volleyball and the culture of it and just. I have a lot of stories to tell and it's going to be like kind of like walking on eggshells because when I tell these stories they're obviously including people that I still know to this day and that I've grown up with basically and in no way is this episode supposed to like I have no intent of offending anybody and you know trying to put other people in a bad light I'm just trying to articulate my experience with team sports and the volleyball culture especially with girls it, it might be very different with boys i i don't know but i feel like it's something that wasn't really a big part of my life but it was a part of my life that kind of put the the foundation down even though i didn't realize it i was in a bad time in my life during that time and i didn't realize it until Recently, Like, I knew that it was bad and, you know, I was having a lot of social, like, problems and everything. But I didn't really, like, realize, like, how much it affected me because some of the other stuff that I went through, you know, after that seemed a lot worse. So, today I kind of just wanted to talk about my experience with, with team sports and stuff like that. Because as much as it can be a really helpful tool for a lot of other people, it wasn't really... A good one for me. I can't think of one thing that went right while playing that sport. Genuinely. I can't think of one thing that wasn't forced or went right. And maybe that's just me. And I think it was me who was the problem. But I think the other factors of it and, you know, the culture all in itself mixed with my own problems and became a much bigger thing than it had to be. So, you know if anyone I I know younger kids listen to this podcast and you know who maybe are you know going up to a varsity sport or or in a varsity sport or, or sorry or are playing JV right now and you're thinking to yourself like wow like all these older kids fucking hate me and I'm not supposed to be here and I don't know what to do like I don't know if this is like only me who's thinking about it like probably nobody else feels like I guarantee you you're not the only person thinking that um I have a younger sister who was brought up when she was in seventh grade to a high school sport and did not know up until recently that she had felt the same way that I had felt because I I had gotten pulled up to a varsity sport in eighth grade and always felt like left out all the time and I knew why but like I didn't understand why Because I was supposed to be, like, this really good thing for me. And it was supposed to, like, be the stepping stone into high school. And that, you know, if you get put with older kids while you're a little bit younger, then the high school transition shouldn't be that hard. If anything, it made it a lot worse. So this episode is really supposed to let everyone know that you're not alone. Like, there are so many anxieties that come with life. And I feel like when we talk about sports, it's always one of the last ones. Like... You know it's always a part of it like you know you have school and you have to get good grades and then you know if you're playing a sport it's hard to balance the two out but i feel like people don't put into perspective you know i I feel like it's hard to explain because when you think of sports it's supposed to be this you know this thing that you're good at and that you enjoy doing and that's why you do it but there's also a dark side of it where it's like you have no idea what the environment like parents have no idea what the environment is nowadays when it comes to sports and you know they probably have a general idea like things can get competitive within the own team like you're supposed to be on the same team but things get competitive there's drama there's there's secrets there's I don't know there's just a lot of bad shit that goes into sports and you know I think a lot of people have trouble kind of separating themselves from the drama of the team and just focusing on themselves because then, you know, you're told that's bad. You know, you're a team. You're supposed to do everything together. But at the end of the day, I found most peace when I just, like, turned my, my brain off with drama with sports. Okay, I'm rambling. So I'm just going to, you know, start from the beginning with volleyball. So for... When I started middle school, there was this coach, and he was always, like, on my back about, like, trying to get me to start playing volleyball, and I just was never interested. Like, I was more interested in arts and, you know, theater and a lot of stuff that just was the polar... Op- like, I knew... I, I, I've always been an athlete my entire life. Like, I've played close to every single sport, but volleyball was never really one of them because... I was always kind of scared of the girls. Like, I, I knew that, you know, they were kind of mean. Like, I... Like, not, like, that all volleyball girls are mean, but the school that I was going to, like, the girls I associated with volleyball were the girls that were giving me a hard time in school or giving me dirty looks or whatever they were doing. I just always viewed them as, like, bullies and, like, these mean girls. So I was like, even if I'm good at the sport right now and... Or if, if I get good at it, like... I'm not going to enjoy doing this someone just pulled up in my driveway I have to take a quick break one second okay sorry about that um someone pulled up in my driveway and like knocked on the door, like hi and I was like can you not see the microphone and headphones and the laptop like and the recording thing on the fuck whatever anyway um what was I talking where was I oh um okay so this coach was always on my back and, like, these girls were being mean and, you know, then sixth grade passed. I didn't try out for the team. Well, you don't, you can't be on the team, but, like, you can be, like, a manager and almost just, like, no, it's not fucking worth it. I get into seventh grade and that's when, like, you know, the bullying kind of started to get a little bit worse. And I was, like, that's when you could try out for the team. And it was, I think it was seventh and eighth grade mixed. So you'd be with, like, your grade and then the grade above you and... But your practice, it would be separate. I th- I don't fucking remember. Whatever. And he asked me again. He's like, you know, you could try it for the team now. Like, you should. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Maybe. bit. And then I, I didn't. And then I did track. And I was really good at track. And I was, like, really excelling in track a lot. And one of the high school coaches went to one of the meets. And then the next year, I'd gotten pulled up. Um, honestly, eighth grade was, like, a blur. <laughs> I I just remember starting off the year really bad i remember kids being really really bad in the beginning of the year and in the winter was i think was at its worst and there was just a lot of drama circulating and when i got pulled up for winter track i remember a bunch of these you know these volleyball girls and like these track just a bunch of like these athlete girls were like I, suspicious is the wrong way like word to use but like they were you know there were. I could like feel like people talking about me and like oh like why why is she getting pulled up and not me like like I just like knew it and like I could hear it and I was hearing about it and like like of all people why is Kat Wisniewski getting pulled up like there's better people out there and people who are more suitable but I I enjoyed like doing something that I was good at and made one friend on that team uh, like you know as much as like I'd like to sit here and be like like yeah like it was such like a fulfilling experience and like like none of the girls fucking talk to me on the high school team and like no matter where I went like people always like just saw me as an outcast so I was just like I'm just gonna like track is an individual sport to begin with so it's like you know I'm just gonna fucking do my own thing you know make progress within myself and just like not like deal with anybody else's like bullshit because I just like can't fucking do it um and then like I would go to school and then I would leave like early because high school ended earlier than high school ended earlier than like the middle school did okay so my microphone just died um sorry about that um anyway um Eighth grade passed, and it still didn't try out. And, oh, I missed the story in the middle. I was oh, Also, like, when it died, I continued to talk, thinking that, like, you know, like, when your screen goes black, like, you just have to, like, you know, put the mouse around. Whatever. Um, spring track came along. So it was, like, nearing the end of eighth grade. And this one girl was always giving me a hard time. And, you know, like, her friends, too, and, like, I didn't really know her up until middle school, but, like, her little friend, like, I've known my whole life, and she was kind of, like, bitchy, so it was whatever, whatever. I remember she was in one of my classes, and, you know, I was friendly with a lot of the people that she was friends with, even though like they, they were, like, popular and stuff, like, these these kids were never really outright mean to me, they just, like... We would talk in class. And I always just got the notion that she was like kind of like jealous and not jealous is the wrong way to word to use because then I sound like conceited, but I just remember her always asking me questions if I was playing volleyball and I my answer would be no every time. And I would be like, Why like why do you care? Like, I'm I'm not I don't want to play and she was like, Oh, like you know like the coach really wants you to play and I was just like no (laughs) like I, I don't want to and I it was always like in the back of my mind like why the fuck does this girl like care so much and that was around the time that I'd come out to some of my friends as bi and like I was trying to like you know be okay with myself and like As much as, like, I was, like, getting bullied still, like, I I wanted some pride within my own skin. And, you know, one thing led to another and that girl found out. And, you know, I don't blame my friends for that. Like, I was a 13-year-old kid, like, speaking out of her ass. Like, I I didn't know, you know, I knew that, you know, I was exploring my sexuality. But, like, for me to tell my friends and not expect anyone to find out was stupid of me and i remember this girl coming up to me and being like oh my god like i didn't know you're by blah, blah, blah. and like just this this girl like would always like be up in my grill like not outwardly being mean to me but like it didn't make me feel good cuz like i knew it was like either passive aggressive or like she wasn't being serious and you know just you know trying to embarrass me and whatever she, I just remember her being like, "Oh my god, like I didn't know you were by." Like, blah, blah, blah. and I get a call up to the office like later that day, and like I was like, "What the fuck did I do?" Like, I was always getting in trouble, but like this time, like I was in trouble in trouble because I had to talk to one of like the separate principals, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck did somebody like? <laughs> what did I do?" And. I just remember the principal being like we we got um like a letter like whatever like a student like we've been hearing that you know like you've been inappropriately grabbing you know this one student and I was like well, what the fuck are you talking like literally flabbergasted like what the fuck are you talking about and at, at first like I didn't know that it was that girl who had said it but I was like dude like I don't I don't know like I don't know who said that, like, I don't know if, like, someone did that as a joke, but, like, I don't know, and I go down, I, I go down, and, like, he, he just, like, didn't, like, he couldn't get anything out of me, because there was nothing, there was nothing I was hiding, I was just, like, I don't know, dude, like, I don't know what you're talking about, and I go down, and I get on the bus, and I go home, and, like, nothing happened, the next day, I go into class, and you know, the girl who's always asking me those questions is, like, silent, like, not looking at me and, like, you know, not talking to me. And I'm like, okay, it's this fucking girl. And it was one of those volleyball girls. And I was like, dude, like, (laughs) what the fuck? And, And within that day, everyone in the school was making up this thing about me that I had done this thing to this girl. And not only was I going going through it with the principal and having to, you know, be basically, like, ina- like, I almost just said inaugurated, <laughs> interrogated by, by someone, you know, which I understand, like, you hear that, like, of course, you're going to be like, we got to figure out if this is true or not, but, like, knowing that I didn't do anything wrong and that this girl was just, like, being vindictive, not even vindictive, but, like, Trying to put me down to make sure that, you know, for whatever reason with sports, it had to do with sports and, you know, she was scared. And everyone like making fun of me for it because then like, you know, you hear that about a kid and you're like, oh my God, like she did that to another girl, like she's fucking gay. And then all of a sudden everyone knew and that this girl was going around telling everyone and I just had to like, I was sit, I had to sit by myself alone at lunch for like a month. And half of it was in the bathroom and I just like had no idea what what I had done wrong or like why that girl did that but like in the back of my mind I knew it was because of you know she was jealous or she was scared or intimidated by me and like I just had I, I hadn't outwardly done anything wrong to this girl to make her you know do what she did and I just remember like all of a sudden these people like at school like not liking me and like always giving me a hard time to like being a complete social reject like everyone hated me or at least that's how I felt and nobody was talking to me and you know people having group chats about me people sending me group chats to kill myself that I'm a faggot like that I should slit my wrists and like being a 13 year old like going through that over a fucking sport and there's no reason of why or when or what happened and just being like at a loss of words of what to do is damaging and you know this girl might know exactly who she is and like maybe she didn't know all of those things happened behind closed doors but like it's part of my story and it's a part of who i am and like i don't i don't you know have resentment in my heart towards this person it was just it just set up a, a like a foundation of what would proceed within the next 2 or 3 years and as much as i don't want want it to be because of that like it was like a lot of my problems stem from that you know time period and you know summer it was summer twenty eighteen I was going in I was going into high school, and you know, summer helped a lot because it was right at the end of spring when that happened, and then school ended and then I didn't really talk to anyone except for one of my friends for the whole summer. Like I didn't really talk to anyone i didn't I didn't let anyone talk to me. I was just like, I need this to just like be over. And I can meet all these new people when I go to high school. And it, it doesn't have to be, like, this big problem anymore. And I remember going into high school. And, you know, we had tryouts for volleyball. And I was just like, you know, I think I'm going to do this. And, and if it goes south, like, it'll go south. And that girl ended up making varsity um, volleyball. And then they put me on JV because... I'd never played before so I was just like I was okay with that. I was just happy I made JV and um, there was always just like this, this like resentment towards her like you know not now but at the time yes just like my drive was at that time like I'm going to become better than her and I'm going to do what she was scared I was going to do and would be take her spot and you know, we didn't really talk to each other. Like there'd always be like looks between us and her friends didn't like me. And, you know, freshman freshman year was really difficult for me. But when it came to volleyball, freshman year, JV volleyball was actually fun for me. Like I'd met all these new people. I'd made a bunch of new friends. Um, I was getting a lot of playing time. And, you know, not that I was good at (laughs) at the sport, but I was decent at it, a decent enough to get a spot. And, um, I just remember like at the end of the season, the coach asking me like JV volleyball season ended and then it was going to go into varsity playoffs. And my JV coach had asked me like, you know, the coach. The, the same middle school coach was the varsity gr- girls coach. And he was like, you know, like, the, you know, coach has been having an eye on you. Like, he wants he wants to pull you up for, for playoffs and just, you know, see what, vars- what a varsity sport is like. And, like, maybe you'll get some playing time. And I just remember saying no. And she was like, no, like, it's not something that you can say no to. Like, he's going to pull you up and... And you're going to see what it's going to be like. Like, I was just telling you so you could be excited. And I just remember being like, no, like, I don't want to. So I was so terrified of, like, this girl and, like, what she would do to me again. And I was just like, no, like, I don't want to. Like, I have, I have, you know, varsity track coming up next week. Like, I don't, like, playoffs continue. Like, I won't be able to. Just coming up with excuses and her being like, you know, like, what's the problem? And I was just like, I don't want to be in the same team as her. I was like, I, I, I was like, I don't want to make it a big deal, but like, I can't be near her. And, you know, my coach was basically just like, you know, suck it up. And like, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to do this. And like, if a problem arises, like, we'll take care of it. Um, and I just remember it going like pretty well. Like, and I, he actually did put me in for a couple of you know, sets, and we ended up losing, but I just remember, like, not talking to her, and when we were put on the court together, like, I wouldn't, like, I would just, you know, we we always talk, like, volleyball, like, is a lot of communication, and, like, you're always, like, here, like, I go, like, whatever, like, if you know volleyball, I'm not going to repeat it, because I sound like an idiot trying to explain it, but there's a lot of communication, and you have to talk to each other to play the sport, and I just remember, like, doing it just, like anyone else and like when whenever like we would come in for a huddle like I would always go on the other side of her because like I was just terrified of this girl and like what she would do to me and I wasn't admitting that at the time and like I kind of played it off as like you know like we we smashed the beef and like we're over it but like we weren't we never talked about it she never apologized I never apologized like you know not that I had anything to apologize for but like we just never talked about it outwardly And I remember, not that the girls were like weird with me, but every other girl that would get pulled up or it it just seemed like everyone got along with each other except for me. And like, I, I didn't get why, like I didn't know what I did. And they would always be like quiet with me, always be like, intimidated of me and I would always try to like make a joke and they would like half laugh and like, you know, make sure that to know like they didn't really care. And I I just wanted friends and like they made it very difficult for me, especially as like a fourteen year old girl. And I don't know. Like I don't know if it was because of that other girl, but like I hope to God that it wasn't and it was just a weird patch in my life and like I'm just happy that it's over now, whatever, and we ended that season, and then my, the varsity coach was, like, hey, like, you should go on this travel team, like, you know, this is for, like, you know, to prep you for college if you want to do this in college, and, like, at that time, I was, like, you know, like, if they're gonna, someone's gonna pay for my college, it's gonna be for this, because I'm 6'3", and, like, they'll pay for it, and I remember being put on, Okay, so there's three teams. There's the threes, which is, like, the lowest, like, the worst. (laughs) Sorry. And then there's the twos, and then there's ones, and the one's the best. I remember being put on the one team. And it was was just because of the sheer fact of how tall I was and, you know, my athletic ability with track. Like, they knew they could, you know, mold me into, like, a D1 player if they wanted to. But honestly, this was, like, postseason, so it was probably, like, October early November October November of 2018 was a very difficult time for me I was not only drinking either every other day I was drinking like three times a week in school and like I would never show up to practice like that but when it came to that ACAD oh I just said the name of it whatever (laughs) When it came to that club, I I have to cut that out. <laughs> whatever. I don't care. Whatever. It's part of me. It's part of my life and a part of my story. Um, I just remember, like, girls knew that I was dealing with that, even though I didn't have to say it. Like, I would never... I would never... When I was going through that, nobody knew, you know... Nobody, like, knew to the extent of how bad in my addiction I was. Like, they just knew, like, oh, like, she's kind of, like, a junkie, and, like, she smokes weed, and she drinks, but, like, she's not a drug addict. And, like, honestly, at that time, like, even though I was kind of deep in it, I wasn't really there yet. And I was very depressed during that time. And I remember... I didn't get along with those girls either because honestly, just the volleyball culture in itself is very toxic, especially with girls. And they get very competitive and they're always trying to bump each other like out of the way to get, you know, to the top of, or, you know, to get their spot on the court. And, you know, it's very, a lot of passive aggression in every aspect of it. And I remember just like, being outwardly not okay with it because that's just the kind of person I like I do not deal with passive aggression very well like I'll just be like why are you being a bitch (laughs) like if like why are you trying to like get in my head just if you're going to be a bitch be a bitch don't try to like cover it up and like try to manipulate the situation and I remember one of the girls it was during a practice and like these girls knew I wasn't as good as them but they knew that if i continued to practice and continued to play with them i would be better than them and you know i started getting better and i hit a very like deep rock bottom in the middle of one of the um one of the you know what the fuck am i trying to say sorry like during the season i hit very deep rock bottom And I remember it was visibly obvious, like, the girls were, like, asking me if I was okay, and I was just, like, I'm fine, and, like, the coach was, like, like, when I say rock bottom, like, I wasn't eating because I was, you know, taking a lot of pills and I wasn't eating a lot. So, like, I lost a lot of weight visibly, very obviously fast, within, like, a couple of weeks, and I just looked very bad, like, I looked sick, and I remember, you know, having, like, trigger warning, by the way, having, like, you know, scars and, like, old cut marks on my arms and and my legs, and we have to wear spandex within volleyball and I remember one of the girls saw it and it was like what's that and then like told my coach and it was like but it was old like it wasn't like a like it was old enough where it was like a scar so uh, like I don't know what the fuck I think these girls just like fucking hated me like I'm just gonna be honest like these girls like were did not like me and I don't want to sound conceited by saying they were jealous but like I can't think of any other reason other than why they did the things they did to me. Like, I like there's no other explanation. She told the coach and then the coach told my parents and he was like, you know, I think it's best if like, you know, she we try this another time next year, basically fucking kicking me off the team. And, you know, like, it's not like this is, like, an open, you know, gym night. Like, my parents had to spend a lot of money on these private clubs. And for me to be kicked off one of them and then I was on the best team and out of my coach's, you know, recommendation, like, that's fucking embarrassing. Like, at the time, I was like, whatever, like, fuck this fucking thing, whatever. But, like, thinking back on that now, I cannot even imagine how fucking embarrassing that was. Not only for the coach, but for my parents, like, at the time, I was just, like, everyone's out to get me. Like, like even though they were, like, I shouldn't, like, be doing I – w- I shouldn't have been doing the shit I was doing and then expecting to be able to play a sport, let alone, like, you know, expect people to, like, see that I'm okay, like, when I wasn't. Like, I don't know. So they kicked me off, and I just remember everyone on volleyball being, like – not even, like, not feeling bad for me, just, like – not asking if I was okay like if that happened to anyone else on the fucking team like they would be like oh my god like we're so sorry but like anytime anything bad happened to me like even if it was like it's it's hard because like from my perspective it's like I want these girls to like me but at the same time like if they did like me like would I like them back because like I don't like them at all so, like, it's it's a hard bridge to pass because I don't like those girls, but is it because, like, I don't like them because they were mean to me or do I, not, do I not like them because they're just bitchy girls? I think it's a mixture of both, personally, and it's taken me a lot of time to try to process it and put it all together. And I think the answer in itself is just, like, it's not just one solid answer. It's a, a big mixture of everything. I think growing up in the kind of town that I do, it's very privileged and everyone's very, like... Everyone's very entitled. They think they deserve a spot on the court even, you know, even if they don't deserve it. And I don't want to paint myself as, like, the victim here, but, like, I never expect anything I I just work and I work and it would be nice to have a spot on the court but like if he's not going to give me one then I just keep working harder for it and I was always given the spot even though I didn't reward it and I think that's why those girls hated me and I think not that I think I know that's why those girls hated me because I will always get a spot on the court because of my height and those girls as much as I You know, they've hurt me a lot. Like, I know they worked a lot harder than I did. I know they did. It's their whole life. And they've trained their whole life to go to college or have this high school experience. And, like, for this girl who's never played before and just to, like, take your spot like that, it's frustrating. But at the same time, like, I didn't deserve the, you know, exclusion and... I didn't deserve the exclusion and the passive aggression at all. I didn't. And it sucks because, like, I keep trying to sit here and understand, you know, why these things happen. But, like, there's just too many factors of it to try to even begin to understand it. Um, but whatever. We, we end freshman year and then we enter 10th grade. 10th grade was a very, very hard time. For me, Like, not only was I the deepest in, in my addiction, but I had started to use a lot of more drugs and more during the day where, like, I should be not, you know, high on whatever I was doing. Like, I should be doing schoolwork or I should be playing a sport or I just remember showing up high to practice, like, repetitively. And the girls were like, like, I would outwardly say it because like when, when you're high, like no matter on what you're on, like people like know. So like, you just don't have shame in it anymore. And like, if people know you as one thing, like you start to feel less and less bad and you start to not care if you're insulting people, which is like hard for me to say out loud because like, it makes me sound like a bad person. And honestly, at that time, I don't think fundamentally I'm a bad person, but I think drugs made me a bad person. And they they changed me into someone else that I wasn't. And it it honestly, like, just changed. It's it's so, like, tr- it's so hard to explain because, like, my thought process during that time was not the thought process that I'm having right now. And I, I didn't, I, I don't... I didn't see a, def- a difference at all. Like if I try to think back of my thought process tr- during that time, I can't remember it. I just knew the actions that I was doing, that I were was doing were really bad. And I had no, you know, problem solving skills. No, I didn't care if I was hurting someone else. I didn't care. I only cared about my next fix of whatever I was doing and i i didn't i just inconvenienced everybody around me and as long as i was getting what i wanted i didn't fucking care and this is the part of the story where like yes maybe i did deserve some of the things that happened to me but the fundamental first thing that happened when i was in middle school i did not i didn't and i'm not going to you know vic- villainize this girl and be like this all these things happened because no it didn't but it didn't help that's what i'm trying to say and if you ever see someone being mean, especially on a, a sports team, when you're supposed to be together, you should say something. Oh my god, lightning, lightning just flashed. OMG. Um, you should say something. Genuinely. Because it's corny and, you know, <laughs> as much as everyone says this, like, you have no idea what people are going through behind closed doors. When those girls were being mean to me and that girl was being mean to me behind closed doors I was so depressed I was being made fun of not only in school but everywhere else um I was socially awkward I had so many problems socializing with people and school was supposed to be like this release of like where I could just like put my headphones in and just do whatever I was going to do and didn't have to worry about my home problems or my you know my beginning problems with drugs and just it was supposed to be a place where like yes kids were going to be mean but like i didn't have to deal with my family i didn't have to deal with my thoughts in school and school quickly turned into something that was horrible because of this rumor that this girl made up and like as much as i i try to be like it's not this girl's fault like that rumor ignited a fire of the next four months of my life where everything after that just went downhill was, like, it's baffling to me to think about. Like, just, like, how one little rumor just, like, snowballed into an insane problem. And, like, again, not that girl's fault at all. But, like, it had ignited a flame within myself that was, like, it was just anger and like why, why why do I deserve this? And it just triggered something in me, and i I don't know what it is. I just remember just being like, why, why do people continue to treat me like shit?" and it just like triggered it was it was just like a domino effect completely, and that was the thing that set it off um but whatever, back to eighth grade, I mean fuck, I mean tenth grade, I was showing up to practice like visibly like high sometimes but when it came to games I would never do it before a game because I was just like I I just couldn't like my parents would be there like a lot of people would be there like my coach never really noticed because like he was doing a million things at once and like I don't know I, I just don't think he ever like knew and knew up until like the next part of the story and You know, in the middle of the season, we had the the club start up again, and I was just like, he would he told me he was like, I know about what happened last year, but like I think I want to give you another shot, and you know you should do this, and I was like, okay, whatever, and I made the ones team again. The girls were a little bit nicer, but it was a lot more serious than it was you know the time before, and it was the middle of the season. I think it was actually a little bit honestly like towards the end of the season. And, oh, my God, it's raining so hard right now. I'm going to put my windshield wipers on. Um. And I got pulled up. And at that time, I, like I said, was, like, in a pretty deep part of my addiction. And I was, if anything, I was smoking a lot of weed. And I would, every time I would smoke, like, I was, I would post it on my Snapchat or, like, I would post it somewhere because, like, in a private story, though. And I remember someone took a screenshot. I might Not, like, a screenshot. Like, someone took a picture of their phone on someone else's phone and sent it to the club coach and was like, I remember we were going to a tournament. Like, I don't even remember where it was. I think it was Pennsylvania. I don't remember. But it was somewhere far away where I was in the car with my dad and we get a call in the phone. And it was the coach being like, "Look at your phone. Like, look at the text message I just sent you." And I would just remember knowing exactly what it was. And I just was so ashamed and embarrassed. And the and the coach was like, "We can't have her play. Like, she can come to the tournament, but like she's benched and she can't she can't play." Like she's gonna have to, you know, deal with what she had to, you know, deal with her punishment. And I remember getting there, and all the girls knew. All the girls knew, and I—I I was, if anything, I didn't care that I got in trouble. I just wanted to know who it was because I was so pissed off because I got caught. And I remember going to the hotel and getting a knock on my door, and it was the coach, and and then basically like lures me into a trap basically like this is a part of the story where like this like as much as like what i did was wrong like half of the other girls in the team were doing the same exact thing they just didn't get caught which that was why i was pissed off like who why why do people could like repetitively get out of go out of their way to make sure that my life is going bad (laughs) like i did not deserve this this thing in particular at all I didn't like probably more than half of the team of this of these girls were going out and getting drunk and partying but I get in trouble for smoking a blunt like I get I I shouldn't have posted it and like guys never fucking post if you're doing something illegal let alone underage do not do that but the thing that pissed me off was like someone went out of their way like this is somebody I know And I had a feeling it was this girl, the girl from middle school. But, like, we'll get to that later. And I remember the coach bringing me into her hotel room and there being, like, another coach and another person. And I was like, yo, like, like, do I really have to fucking deal with this right now? And her, she sat me down and was like, do you know why you're here? And I was like, why would I, why else would I be here? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I, I know why I'm here, so just punish me. Give me my punishment. Send me home. Just do whatever you're going to do. Like, I I can deal with it. And her being like, no, like, I want to talk to you. Basically, like, opening the door of, like, let's talk about why you do drugs and, like, trying to fix me so she can make me a D1 player and, like, try to fix me, but, like, not actually caring about fixing me and only caring about her own benefit and you know not not considering how fucking embarrassing it is to have to like talk about it in general and her being like are your parents divorced like why like why do you do drugs and like like can you please just explain to me like why you do drugs and like I just start crying because I'm like not only have I never been asked a question like that but like it's so embarrassing and like maybe I deserve that embarrassment maybe I do I was a piece of shit my entire life leading up to that point Maybe I deserved it, but, like, not only did she do that and made me talk about it, and, like, I didn't really, like, tell her anything. I was just, like, bullshitting so I didn't have to be in that situation. She made me go downstairs and have all the parents and all the team, the whole team and every single one of their parents sit there and sit in chairs and me apologize to everyone while my dad is so embarrassed Having to like stand there with me and apologize for smoking weed. So not only you know, and 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 I don't want to sit here and be like, what? like, oh, like why the fuck do people do this to me? Like, blah, blah. like, I'm mad because I'm not mad that I got caught, and maybe I was at the time, but like looking back at it now, like, whoever did that was doing that for a personal reason. It wasn't apparent. I know it wasn't apparent. Like I know who it is, but like. It was somebody that was my age that I knew who was trying to go out of their way to make sure that I failed because they didn't get on the team that I got on and they thought it was their responsibility to make sure that I was off of that team. And yes, I think that everything happens for a reason because right after that COVID happened and, you know, a lot of shit went down and like, I feel like if COVID didn't happen or I didn't get kicked off of the team again. Then I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing right now in this moment. But would it have been different if people were nicer to me? Maybe. Yes. And, like, I could sit here and play the game of, like, everything happens for a reason. And I'm, like, I'm happy that it happened. But, like, I'm happy that it happened. But I'm not happy with the pain that I had to deal with for a very long time. And it's hard because, like, it's this bantering game of, like, You know, it made me who I am, but, like, at what cost? Like, now I have to deal with this, like, almost debilitating fear that everyone I come into contact with is eventually going to hurt me. And it's true. Like, it's because of the thing, the whole episode of everything I've just talked about. And I feel like that is such a big part of my life that I've just never talked about on here, which is, like, strange to me because, like, I feel like I have so much to talk about But I've never talked about this before, and I think it was because I'm scared, but, like, I'm moving to college in a week. I have no contact with most of the people that I went to, like, to high school with or, like, these volleyball teams. Like, I'm just, I'm ready to put my life, this life that I'm, you know, that I've lived here and just put it behind me and just move forward and like maybe talking about this today will eventually like we'll you know we'll finally just put this this down and you know i won't have to feel upset about it anymore because like the the volleyball culture in itself is like not great like the girls the parents the coaches the the rivalry the hierarchy everything is very toxic But at the time, I didn't realize that. I just thought it was a bunch of bitchy girls that I didn't like, that I had to deal with. And, you know, I didn't... I didn't, like, think that it would go as south as it did. Um, But yeah, I feel like I've talked about a part of my life that I never really talk about. Um, Yeah. But if, if anybody could take anything from this episode, is to please just reconsider what you're going to say to someone before it comes out of your mouth or you're going to say it to somebody else or you're going to talk shit about someone you don't realize the severity of what you what your words are sometimes what those girls what what that girl's words did to my life were unimaginable it it put so much distrust Not only in myself, but within other people. All because of a stupid fucking middle school girl's rumor. I'm here talking about it. Still affected by it. Because of a 13-year-old girl. And what it had done to my life. And had done to my mind. And the way I trust people. Created so many problems just because of jealousy. And, you know, I'm friendly with this girl now. I've, I've been able to forgive her and we're able to forgive each other because we would get in fights sometimes about it but if you're gonna take anything from this episode is to just talk about it in person if you have a problem or just if you don't like someone just don't just fucking get over it i'm sorry like would you rather you know scream in their face and like tell them to go fuck themselves or would you rather just be able to not think about it anymore just by settling it within yourself or with the person and just be done with it It, you know like there's there's no there's no reason at all for for lying and and revenge and vindictiveness there's just no place for it at all and it leads nowhere but where that path had led me and i'm so happy that it ended but i think a lot of my problems stem from that period of time truthfully. And if I could reverse it, I don't think I would. But for anybody out there, I'm I'm lucky that I'd gotten out of that place, but a lot of people don't. And for the people that are struggling with it now, I'm telling you is to just be able to settle the problem with the person, talk about it with the person, talk about it with someone you trust talk about it with your parents and if you know a guardian a therapist a therapist is my best advice there's hotlines there's free hotlines where you can talk to anybody about anything you just need to talk about it talk about your problems talking talking about what bothers you i guarantee you if this girl talked to me about you know or just said to my face i don't like you i would just be like okay this girl's a bitch i can get over this now but just there was no communication and there like we didn't talk like she just didn't like me and went out of her way to make sure that my life was a living hell and then and then i was like then we would fight about it and then we would always get in fights like if we just like sat down and had an adult conversation about it we were two stubborn little kid assholes and it turned into like this big thing when it just didn't have to be like realizing that you know a lot of the shit that people think about you just doesn't fucking matter and being able to be the bigger person in the situation and and just be like listen like do you have a problem with me like I don't like I didn't do anything to you I guarantee you if I had said that to her or she had said something to me I wouldn't be here talking about it right now you just need to be honest with yourself and other people and like not that all problems will, will be solved that way but like just keep in the back of your mind that honesty fixes fucking everything in within yourself, like truthfully, honesty is the biggest virtue of life but yes, um, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. um, I think I gave some great advice, told a really, really long story, but a really good story and with a good message um Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I appreciate the people who take time out of their day to listen to what I have to say. Don't forget to check out the Brain Food Podcast Instagram and Facebook or check out my main at kawisneski. I have a personal website where there'll be updates every time I post a new episode or if I have my own shit, you know, that I'm working on projects, anything. I'll, it'll all be on there in my portfolio. That's kawisneski.com. That's wwwk dot icom Um, I will see you guys next Tuesday and then the Tuesday following that Tuesday I will be in college so I will have a new little recording studio of my own Um, really hoping to get some of the listeners up and I think this episode will do that Um, because it's very personal and it involves people that (laughs) will probably listen and be like oh that's about me Um, there's peace between us and I respect you as a person now um but yes i will see you guys next tuesday bye